Hello, everyone. Welcome to a doctor and a lawyer walk into a podcast. It is April the 1, 2023. We are very excited to be here. Uh, we did a nighttime uh, podcast last time. We're doing a midday podcast this time. And uh, with me, as always, is my very excellent friend, my esteemed colleague, Sean Esquire. What is going on on your your end, my friend? Hello, everyone. Happy April 1st day. Uh, we, I was trying to prank Dr. Blom here into not doing an April Fool's podcast because I decided to sleep in. And he was several beers deep waiting on me to wake up just to be here to record. Just a few, a few beers deep, regular beers deep. Uh, I'm not going to say this is the most beers that I've had on, on our podcast, but it could be up there. And I'm very excited, very happy to be here. And right out of the gates, we're going to talk about uh, any, any kind of hate mail, fan mail on your end. Sean Esquire, what do you, do you have any, uh, are you, you have probably like a thousand lawyers that are like, we got to get on in this. What's, what's going on on your end? By the way, I'm sorry I'm slurring for everybody because somebody, <laughs> somebody told me we're going to do this podcast at 9 a.m. And then I had a few beers and then it was like noon. And uh, so anyway, <laughs> just everybody bear with us. You, you've got like a thousand lawyers on board now, right? Oh, hundred percent. They, uh, I, I get so much email that I just divert them all to my spam folder at this point. So right. the one I kept open was from Dr. Blom that said, "Hey, hate mail. You're not awake at nine a.m. to do a podcast." Oh yeah, you? that's cool. Oh awesome. Hey, I got uh, hate mail for you. Uh, do you know what was going on this last week other than uh, baseball, like uh, Major League Baseball Day? Anything this no. last week that you could think of off the top of your head? Anything at all? No? Anything. Huh. Anything at no. Anything going? No, really? Yeah. How about Doctor's Day, you asshole? <laughs> you son of a bitch. Yeah, there was a Doctor's Day. No one knows what Doctor's Day is, right? I mean, that's okay. I thought, no. <laughs> I thought that was for the chiropractors and the dentists. It's totally fine. We're so used to it that, like, we're like, oh, yeah, Doctor's Day came and went. And sometimes the hospitals will just be like, um, hey, <laughs> here's the worst cup of coffee of your life. And you're like, thanks for the cup of coffee. And they're like, hey, you know what? Thank you for uh, putting your life in danger in COVID. Thank you. Thank you for uh, breathing in the air of COVID people. For more than two years I'm like all right you're welcome so uh this week's hate mail is uh from all of the doctors that no one said happy doctor's day so shame on everyone and uh, also know, right go, go go ahead go no go ahead yeah, i was gonna say y'all are lucky people love doctors that you get your own day like you don't get a lawyer's lawyers. day there's yeah, no I lawyer's day <laughs> It's never a lawyer's day. There shouldn't be a lawyer's day. Shame on you. Uh, but you know what? Let's just let's be happy regarding the medical community that there's an entire nurses week. So the nurses get a week and the doctors get a day that no one remembers. And so that's good. Um, we're very excited. You know, we're always uh, getting in, into the, the beer world. I'm going to get to the point now where I'm just going to say I'm drinking the regular stuff until I say otherwise because you all know by now this is episode 7 
that I'm uh, I'm I'm kind of a tried and true guy. Sean Esquire, you are kiss a lot of frogs beer guy. What what are you getting into this week beer wise? I went with the Manhattan Project Redgate, which is an amber lager. Uh, so I decided I would stick with an amber lager just for you, Doctor Blom. And right? No, you text me. You text me. You were not. You were not excited about it. <laughs> so you're like, it's okay. Uh, yeah. Right? Okay. It's 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 not great. I mean, try it. I guess it's too, it's too hoppy. You're, it's you're, too it's too sour. What's what's the problem? No, too sour to me. Like I. Mm. Of course, last week I was drinking it, you know, a pretty heavy IPA, and, and this is vastly different for it. And I like the the amber that I had. Was it four? No, four sixes. That one was actually good, but I, I I don't know. I guess I'm gonna have to try your Abita amber. I saw it there, and I was like, oh, should I get the Abita? I was like, no, Blom will be oh, drinking my that. God. So oh, I can't I'll believe try you. Some, I'll yeah, try something you... different. You haven't even got to that. I'm sorry. No, I apologize that I haven't sent you a case of that. And so that's a, that's a that's my mea yep. copa. And you know what? Also, by the way, we haven't even done a mea copa for last week. That's how good we are. We're so good that we didn't even include mea copa for last week. Do you have a mea, <laughs> do you do you have mea copa? For, I think I text you some kind of mea copa. I text you like you did this and you did that. There was nothing okay. on my end, right? No. Bounce, okay. Bouncing forward to conspiracy theory just a little bit here. I don't know if you did because if you did, my phone did right. not like okay. pass yesterday. Right. It's just yes. gone. There's no text messages from me. <laughs> Your so, phone gets nothing that I say about, hey man, you messed up last week on our podcast. And your phone gets nothing about like, <laughs> hey man, wake up. I have to go to bed soon. We have to do the podcast. <laughs> so your phone gets nothing. I get it. The CIA is that's what happened, you know, we had talked about that we had got cut off on on one mm -hmm. of our podcasts and we were and we were both like oh that's exactly when we were tapping into why we have to get off of earth and we have to go to mars and all these things and so we all of that makes truth. i mean you know cia if you have to cut us off because you're nervous then that's cool but just know that this is an internet age so we're not the only ones so that's cool and i'll I'm going to jump ahead of mea culpa for next week. You don't have to apologize for not sending me Abita. I feel like the Abita brewery needs to apologize for not sending us Abita beer. We've been doing this. We have seven episodes and we don't even have one yacht. Is there any justice in this world? Sean Esquire, what's going on? Why are you why, why are you not activating your lawyer powers on a regular basis? Why, why am I not? filing frivolous lawsuits <laughs> right, against just, a beat of beer <laughs> right get get on it uh i i want to know honestly that you had said last week that you were going to do this uh leg of lamb thing did you did yep. you do it what happened i did i did it was a boneless leg of lamb so i had to basically spatchcock it you know cut it in half so it would lay flat then i butterflied it open from there threw a bunch of garlic a bunch of onion uh salt pepper turmeric uh rolled it all up kind of like a pinwheel and is this uh, a co this is a, co a costco leg of lamb yes it was from costco nice you know, it turned out very well i would like a bone in one though next time 
that's going to be my next adventure is go get some bone-in leg of lamb and, and do some of those because this one turned out really good. Uh, I think uh, I think bone-in is very difficult. Like a like a tomahawk steak is mm-hmm. is a must. Uh, but it, if you don't have a, a bone-in lamb, just go stew. And if you do have bone-in lamb, you uh, you went with the oven, right? Or did you go yes. with the smoker? No, I went oven this time. Okay. I figured I could control temp pretty well. Check my my meat temp every hour. Uh, so pulled it out right around one thirty eight. Rested it to one forty five. It was perfect. Okay. Not not too bloody. Not too. Uh, right. Not too. Not overdone. Co- Don't want to overdo lamb. Okay. So, oven and, and how long in the oven? Three four hours. It was about six. So oh, I started it nice. at a hundred and seventy five. Oh, slow, slow rolling it, slow rolling it. Okay, yeah. yeah. It turned okay. out turned out great. That would be solid method for it. Nothing, in, nothing in the broth. You didn't throw any potatoes and carrots in there, or anything like that. No, no. I had it on a cookie sheet with a cooling rack, so it was sitting on the cooling rack. And essentially, it wouldn't cook in its own juice. It just roasts the outside. Perfect. Why would you not want it to cook in its own juice? You know, if I was going to make a sauce with the juice, that's the only reason I was going to keep it out of it. Um, that way you get all the fat and the butter and the oil all together. But oh, did you, go, did you go butter? What what do you go for a marinade on your on your leg of lamb? Leg of lamb, not, not, rack, not rack of lamb, right? Correct. Leg of lamb. So okay. all, olive oil was my, my outer coating. Butter, then, rosemary. Everything was seasoned in it. Thyme, rosemary. A little bit of parsley there at the end with garnish because I knew how long I was going to be roasting it. I was like, I don't want everything to melt. It turned out great. I love it. Okay. All right. Hi- highly recommend. 10 out of 10. Six hours. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And and you didn't do the uh, the mint sauce. By the way, that's my mea copa last week is that I blanked on mint. And I just came, I said mint julep. It was the mint sauce, and then I and I texted to you immediately, like during the podcast, and I was like, "Oh, so you didn't do that?" No, Did that's not do the mint sauce. I, so my business partner is half Persian, so his dad is from Iran, and I asked him about it because we've gone to Mediterranean, uh, Middle Eastern restaurants. I said, "Hey, they recommended this mint sauce," and he said, "Oh, it's more of like an English European sauce, more so than what." is traditional for us we usually do some type of yogurt sauce with it so i ended up doing a a greek yogurt with garlic and lemon juice uh salt and pepper you were aiming for a middle eastern you know lamb thing yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i mean you know you don't want to you don't want to respect the western culture you want to go middle eastern (laughs) lamb. a lot of people do lamb that's fine that's fine you do you know but uh, big big reviews at, at at home. Yes, everyone loved it. So okay, would yes. Costco leg of lamb, not bad. I'm I'm very excited. I definitely want to get on. I I think Middle Eastern lamb, uh, Western culture lamb, any of that, all good. We talked about last week. I'm a huge fan of the uh, of lamb stew, and also. Uh, I want to get into 
what are you what are you buying this week? What are you, what are your big your big products for this? You didn't you didn't have to buy anything for your lamb, right? You had all the all the kukuri, accoutrement, accoutrement. <laughs> I, I I wanted to give my two cents that uh, that I am a traveling doc, and that I I go to a lot of hotels, and that uh, I'm on a lot of pages uh, with other traveling docs, and people talk about like, do you bring your own pillows? Do you bring crock pots? Do you do this? And uh, we we've talked about that. You said, oh, you should you should bring a crock pot. Uh, it was joking, but that's actually a legit thing. Like, if you can, so uh, some some of my jobs I have to get on a plane, and uh, that's kind of a pain in the neck. But on on the jobs where I can drive, I can put anything in the car that I want. So definitely, a crock pot is is a good way to go. Uh, I will say that we were joking with a friend of ours today yesterday about uh insomnia the you're not an insomnia guy you, you go down like a sack of bricks uh yeah i i have no problem falling asleep and, okay but, yeah you know i throw my cpap on that get the cool air in the back of my throat and uh ready to pass out yeah so <laughs> as as a traveling doc i do not sleep very well in hotel beds uh, i do i do not sleep very well on the road uh, so you bring and, your own and, mattress <laughs> i wish man i really do i really wish um so uh home i i can sleep a solid 12 hours when i get home after after a long run i'm, I'm very very exhausted on the road it's very tough because You'll you will never sleep uh, on on a hotel bed as well as you sleep at home unless unless I don't know maybe your home environment is weird or whatever. Uh, that being said, there is a huge uh, science a, a huge uh, litany of uh, sheets and all this other stuff. Do you remember when you when you first started making not minimum wage? And you were like, "Oh, I have, I have to, I have to buy a real bed. I have to buy a real suit. I have to buy." When you're an adult, you have to do these things. And I remember when I first started, like, um, "Oh, I have to, uh, I have to start reading about bedding." That was a, that was an adult, an adult man thing that I didn't know that I had to do. I was like, "What is Egyptian cotton? What what is a thread count?" So you have to learn about all these things uh, in your in your early adult years. Do you, do you remember like getting into that? There was a whole world that I was like, oh, I didn't know about that. Yeah, I uh, I've never researched. I just know like the higher thread count, the better. And then I always just right. associated, you know, price point with okay, are these good or these bad? You know, I guess right. if I was in your position, if you wanted everything to be as stable as it could be you should just buy yourself an rv with a good mattress in it and then just drive to the hospital parking lot and camp out that would that's not that's not a bad idea you know the problem with that is that i want the hotel points so i want to i want to mm. stay in the hotel i want the hotel points and then at the end of the year then i cash in all my points and go from there uh i'm gonna you say that book the be... hotel <laughs> just <laughs> Fuck it. You're such a you're such a lawyer, such a such a loophole to get in that. Um, Walking in the front door for your continental breakfast. No, no, I you, stay here. 
you you have you have a lady that she manages all of the thread count this and the pillows yes. this and the yes. right and so she's she's on top of all that stuff right yeah, yeah exactly but your your mattress is five years ten years fifteen years how, how old is your mattress do you know you don't even know. Yeah, it's about. I don't, but I know that we need a new one. Apparently, no, no. right? No, that was a that was a huge leap for me. Like going from the from the poor bachelor years where I could like actually I remember like going and buying a real bed. I bet that was a big deal. So I tell yeah, everybody. I mean, right. Our biggest, our our last biggest one was like the couch. I'm like, I still had this, you know, five hundred dollar IKEA couch, and now we. <laughs> got this thing that costs i don't know yeah a, a you... crap ton more no no <laughs> when i no when i was a when i was a bachelor the the couch was basically the bed like mm-hmm. i kind of had a bed but it was like a hand-me-down hand-me-down it was like three or four generations of hand-me-down like oh there's a bed over there but nine times out of ten i would just be on the couch and I would just be uh, watching Arrested Development or whatever, and then that was that was good enough for me. So I'm I'm telling people that are going from the young adult years into the real adult years, highly highly recommend good bedding. Do the research, you know, uh, learn about Egyptian cotton thread count, all those things, because the bed is, in theory, it's one third of your life supposedly there's people out there that sleep eight hours a night uh sean esquire you're are you a eight hours a night guy or uh i shoot for that it doesn't right. always happen but at, at least six six yeah no i, I mean so that's a quarter you know, of your day right no you hear you hear these things when you grow up and and it's like oh yeah uh you know eight hours a night and then you get older and you're just like who sleeps no one sleeps that but uh in my defense uh, at home in i i have a darkened room uh and uh the amazing amazing thread count sheets egyptian cotton all of those things so i'll sleep like a baby at home but on the road with hotels i don't know four or five hours i'm i'm, I'm good with that and that's why god made coffee huge fan of coffee and i'm certainly happy to get into that and also uh what do we have going on? History? Are you a history guy? Let's get in. Let's get into the history Stay stuff. Stay in history. Uh, here we go. We we have we actually we talked about doing a uh, this week in history, but somebody is very <laughs> is very uh, procrastinating. So uh, Sean Esquire, <laughs> Sean Esquire had asked me. He was like, "Are you bad at at procrastinating?" And I said. It depends, like you know. There's, there's. For, Let me think on it. I'll get back right. to you right. No. <laughs> Let me think about it. Uh, the, you know, if um, oh, are you are you bad at uh? There's, are you bad at procrastinating? I don't know. Uh, let me tell you. I uh, I'm 45. Oh, that's cool. And I just started a boy band. Oh no, you're not bad at procrastinating at all. So, uh, we are eventually going to get into this week in history. But um, I want to know what's going what's going on on your end this day in history. Do you have anything? Well, let me start by saying it's April first, so I did have to look up what was the 
beginning of April Fool's Day. How did we get Oh, this yeah, 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 yeah. We've, we talked about so, that a lot. To kick it off, uh, I did look up some April Fool's history, and um, essentially they said there's they don't know how April Fool's they came, but there was a couple theories, and I, I liked this one. So they said that historians speculate April Fool's Day dates back to 1582 when France switched from the Julian calendar over to the Gregorian calendar. Uh, that was called for by the Council of Trent in 1563. Uh, the Julian calendar, as in the Hindu calendar, the new year began with the spring equinox, which all began around now, April 1. When spring begins, so that's the, when they're the France. Started. France was like, haha, I got you. I'm, I'm pregnant. Just kidding. Is that what they did? <laughs> So the people that were slow to get to the news of, hey, April 1 is now the beginning of the year, or said, we're not going to recognize the start of the new year uh, as April 1, and we're going to keep it in January, uh, they continued to celebrate during the last week of March through April 1 and became the butt of jokes and hoaxes, and they were called the April Fools, who thought the new year began in April. So that is one of the theories of how April Fool's began. That's pretty good. And then they started doing all the, the jokes like, oh, look at this uh, look at this pregnancy uh, pee stick. <laughs> I'm going to have quadruplets. Right? right? That, that um, makes sense. So, yeah, they still don't know, but maybe, maybe it makes sense. I like the idea that, of it. That's fine. I'm I'm gonna say for uh, for April Fools, um, one of the things is that 1970 for fans of history, Nixon banned cigarette ads, which is good. A lot of people don't like Nixon for many many reasons, and I get that. But who likes cigarettes? No He's one. These must have been like TV ads or like print ads, right? Because I think NASCAR still had like a camel, it's like Smoking Joe camel NASCAR back in the eighties. At least I remember something like that. Yeah, this is nineteen seventy, so I agree. I feel like there were a lot of TV ads or or something going on there. Uh, maybe you know what maybe the internet had its way with me and they were like haha we got you (laughs) (laughs) april fools (laughs) can we get okay you you do your your favorite day of history and then i'll i'll go next you go ahead okay um your favorite favorite history like i mean we were gonna do like weekend history go ahead my 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 most useful of all uh began in 1976 that the Apple Company was founded by Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak, and I use Apple products. I phone computers. Is that the gr- the garage? AirPods. Is that? Yeah, that's, that's when they started it. Steve Steve's garage. Steve garage and Steve Wozniak. Well, the the Steves, yeah. But Steve Steve Jobs uh, told the guy he was like, "Hey, we're gonna do this thing," and. Uh, Oh, um, you know, you'll you'll get like fifty dollars for it, and then really it was like thousands of dollars. And then was uh, was what does he go by? The whatever. Uh, he he eventually <laughs> found out, and he was like, "Oh, Steve Jobs, you're a dick." 
And then that was, you know, that was part of the history. And also, right? This might be a mea culpa. Wasn't it originally just called Macintosh? Or was that the computer? Maybe it was Apple Company, but the computer was the Macintosh. I'll have to look that up for next week. That's fine. So you're saying this day in history was the garage. Yeah, yep. I believe okay. they, they invented the garage. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and then the then the same day the computer. That's pretty good. So <laughs> today, I will tell you. Um, anybody that knows me, I'm a huge Motown fan, and uh, today, 1984 was great year. Well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was founded. Right. Oh, you were founded. Okay. Oh, there you go. So, Not on this day. Well, maybe. Right. I, I, got, I got it. I got it. What's the Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye is one of my favorite. I'm a huge Motown fan, right? So Marvin Gaye is one of my uh, favorite singers ever. He was murdered on this day in 1984. Sean Esquire who murdered Marvin Gaye in 1984 on this day? His father. His wife? His father. You are correct. And I know, that you, I know that you didn't look at the, the damn thing that I sent you earlier. <laughs> You're not saying that just because. Yeah. So in 1984, Marvin Gaye, today, April 1, was murdered by his dad. And uh, everyone knows Marvin Gaye amazing amazing guy one of the best singers in the history of singing um i have to say uh like my holy triumphant uh it's not necessarily the motown dudes because he was uh he was called the prince of motown or the or the son of motown so marvin gay sam cook and petty uh pendergrass not exactly all, uh, all all Motown, but for, for a white dude coming out of the suburbs, those guys are the best. So, in terms of uh, who has been murdered by their dad, right? Marvin Gaye. Night, yeah, Marvin Gaye. So Marvin Gaye's dad, insane, insane guy, right? He was a preacher, whatever that's worth. Uh, definitely an alcoholic and also a cross-dresser and then on the day April 1, 1984 apparently there was some huge argument about uh, some insurance paperwork or whatever and so the uh, the dad had yelled at the mom and then Marvin Gaye yelled at the dad and whatever else. and then uh, Marvin Gaye's dad, 70 years old shot Marvin Gaye 44 years old and ended one of the best voices in the history of music and the history of rock and roll, soul, Motown, anything at all. And a huge, huge loss. Uh, I'm, I'm a giant Marvin Gaye fan. And so, um, yeah. For, Did he go to and, prison? And, he, he had you know? to go to prison. He had, he had to go to prison. I don't, I don't think he got the death penalty, but... Um, 
shot shot his own son 70 years old shot his own son at 44 and um yeah and the other crazy thing is that if you look at the other the other guys that i love sam cook was shot by a crazy lady there's a whole story there right uh petty uh 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 freddie uh freddie pentagrass he made it to the ripe old age of 59 and probably colon cancer so no one shot that guy um huge huge loss oh my god marvin gay one of the best voices and best singers in the history of rock and roll anything like that and and the fact that he was shot by his dad uh i'm i'm going to guess that his dad died in in prison we'll, we'll look it up so i don't know you 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 do you do criminal law you let me know <laughs> so. yeah i I would have researched it, but I got the show notes. I know, five no, 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 no. April, April, April one podcast. We are doing fly by the seat of our pants. We're doing a total, total rock and roll podcast for sure. So, You've uh, got what one else? Here, Doctor Blom, nineteen sixty three, the start of General Hospital. <laughs> is who Did was you... who? Who was General Hospital? And where did he serve? <laughs> um, I'm just going to say for all of that, I mean, when you're a doctor and you watch, I mean, sorry, when you're, when you're a lawyer, you, you watch lawyer shows or you're like, ah, this is garbage. This is dumb. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> when I'm a doctor and I watch doctor, I'm a doctor, I watch doctor shows. Everyone on house gets a brain biopsy. What is going on in the, in the hospital of House that every single one gets a brain biopsy? I don't understand what's going on. And then something in the water. No, it's 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 a double-edged sword because I grew up loving uh, the episodes of ER, and then um, I watched the old the old episodes of Mash. I want everyone to know I'm not old enough to watch Mash. I watched the reruns of Mash. Okay, I'm not that old. <laughs> So, but anyway, I love, I love the reruns you know, of MASH. This does bring and, out a medical question for me, though. You said in-house, everyone gets a brain biopsy, and he always figures out what's wrong with them. So are you telling me if I go to a hospital, I just need to tell them, do a brain biopsy, you're going to figure out what's wrong with me? And they're like, I don't understand that team at <laughs> all. There's a Sean, you have right? a sprained ankle. So, yeah, uh, House is an ID dude, and then he also has a neurosurgeon or whatever, a neurologist. Like, his team confuses me. None of those doctors would hang out together in one shift, right? We would all go do our own stuff. So I don't understand the concept of that show. By the way, also, my favorite thing of House ever was I, I, I had an ex-girlfriend that was in the house, and she was like, oh, is this what you do at work? I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> not at all. <laughs> and, then, and then so I watched it, and there was, there was one part of an episode where he just yelled at everybody, and they were like, what about this? What about this? What about the CAT scan? What about the MRI? And he just goes, I need to think. And then he just sat down, and then he was thinking, and then there was dramatic music, and he had his cane, and he was, like, popping pills because he's, he's, he's a junkie. He's addicted to pain. And that was that, was that whole montage. <laughs> it was like, I need to think, and he had dramatic music. I was like, 
that's all I do for my shift to sit down and think, and there's no dramatic music. <laughs> so I'm sure that's what you do when you're just like, oh, I want to think about all of this law stuff. There's no dramatic music. There's no dramatic music in any law show. It's just you guys have suits on, and you're just like, I, don't, I, don't, I feel like you guys have a lot more drama in the law shows than the doctor shows. Yeah, and I think because it's so... Uh especially in trial you know you're on your feet thinking so right you can't you can't like put the dramatic music on and be like i'm gonna object your honor and let me sit here and think for a minute about what my objection is well i will i will say this i think going forward because we've talked about that we we don't give enough of our world like you don't give enough of 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 your uh, criminal law world and I, I probably don't give enough of my of my doctor world that we have to have eventually like cases of the week but but that being said I've told you many many times I'll be at a party and they're like oh there's a there's a lawyer there's a criminal defense lawyer I want to know about the uh, courtroom antics so mm -hmm. I'm, I'm very big on that and I'm sure that you've you've had a lot of that right oh yeah oh yeah everybody yeah? wants legal advice you know but but there's yeah. like antics involved that like there's a lot of shucking and jiving that you guys have this very used car salesman uh, <laughs> and I, and I'm not I'm I'm not trying to denigrate like what you do I'm just saying that you have yeah, why, way why are you bringing used car salesmen down to our well, level you <laughs> <laughs> you have way more of this of this uh, salesmanship part of your job than than other people I think right. Yeah, I think so. Probably. So, I guess that's General Hospital. He was not a general. This was a TV show. That... 1963. Is it still going? Is it still on TV? Holy mackerel. I think I think that General Hospital from 1963, I think this soap opera, soap opera is still going on. But also, I mean, I think that a lot of... I mean, isn't that what TV is? TV is doctor doctor shows, lawyer shows, mm -hmm. fire fire people shows, Police. cop shows. Right? Yeah. There's there's a lot of that, and, that, and that's all it is. And all so, right. um, yeah, I get it. That's fine. On that, let's take a quick break, Doctor Blom, before we hit current events. Hey, welcome back to a doctor and a lawyer walking to a podcast. It is April 1. It is uh, 2023, and we are getting into what's going on this week. And uh, Sean Esquire, my excellent friend, what is uh, what, what do you got on your end? Yeah, I, I want to say I'm going to back up to Beer Talk real quick because currently I'm drinking this, this beer that I told you about. I yeah. think your theory on beer could be correct. I think that if this were in a bottle, it would taste better than it coming out of an aluminum can. That's just my two cents right. on current event beer talk. Um, but I'm going to uh, – well, I'll let you say your piece on bottled beer real quick. Well, no, no, no. I, I, I think by and large aluminum people – in the olden days they would put aluminum in in the uh, deodorant and – and they were like, "Oh, don't put a deo don't put aluminum in deodorant." And then people just kept drinking <laughs> things out of aluminum cans, like it wasn't a big thing. I'm like, "Don't put aluminum in your body at all, anyone ever." 
So that that's my take on it. I don't think that we should be ingesting aluminum. Happy to have a beer out of a bottle, and um, yeah, I, I'm not a I'm not an aluminum guy. It doesn't taste good. I'm gonna say, not necessarily as a physician, but also as a physician, I don't want to ingest aluminum ever. I don't think it should be ingested as a can, as a deodorant ever. I'm anti-aluminum, so I like beer out of a bottle. Uh, we have discussed this many, many times. I like coffee to take like, taste like coffee. I like beer. Beer tastes like beer when it's out of a bottle, not out of a can. So uh, whatever you're drinking, I'm, I can't say officially anti-can, but me, for myself, I'm anti-aluminum, anti-can. Okay. Okay, welcome back, Dr. Bob. Uh, current events. I'm going to follow up from last week. Uh, we talked about... The attacks in Syria on U.S. troops, a uh, U.S. contractor was killed, several injured. I saw recent news that said they <clears throat> had suffered traumatic brain injuries, so TBIs. Um, so, kind of a follow-up to that. There was a squadron of A-10 Warthogs, uh, which is an attack fighter craft that was already planning to go out to Syria. They had moved their deployment up to get out there to the region. Uh, so they were expedited by several weeks following the recent attacks. That was according to the Pentagon. And in addition, the U.S. ordered a carrier strike group to remain in the region to support U.S. forces covering the Middle East. Uh, so essentially we're beefing up our defensive presence in Syria. They're bringing, they're bringing in U.S. troops to fight drones? What are they doing in uh, Syria? They're bringing an attack aircraft, I guess, to provide ground support, and uh, a, it's a carrier strike group, so this would be, I, looks like, Navy vessels. Um, to fight drones. For, I, don't, I don't think any drones, well, I'm sure we have drones over there, but I don't know if they have so any more drones. The, re the, the reason why I'm asking is because, we, like we talked about last time, the U.S. has been in Syria, or the CIA, and... You know, the U.S., the U.S. has been in Syria, Iraq, Iran, all of those countries for decades and decades. Mm -hmm. So there, there was a drone strike, right? right? Yep. That's that, that's, that's, the, that's the publication. That's the, that's the information or the misinformation or whatever was it, whatever's going on. And then the U.S. response is to do what? They're going to roll out. F-14s for drones, or what are they doing? Well, we when when last week they attacked, it was a, I guess a militant group, but they're backed by Iran, attacked the U.S. But but you're saying they they attacked they is Syria or are they is Iraq or who is they? I, this would have been some Syrian. I don't know if it's an ISIS group, um, but it's one of their groups that were backed by Iran. So that was who originally attacked. The U.S. Right, or it's, a U.S. It's a, a, a Iran-backed group, possibly in Syria. Correct. That that's 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 ninety-nine percent of the problem with the Middle East is that you never know who is attacking who, and you know, is it is uh, crazy rad radicalist or is it regular radicalist, or that's the thing. So a lot of people say, oh. Uh, these guys attack somebody else in uh, in the Middle East, and I always say, "Who? Who? Who is it?" Right. So this is Iraq. Iraq attacked the U.S., but no, they ISIS. attacked. 
ISIS. With Iran but, weapons. Okay. ISIS, so, ISIS used Iran weapons to attack the U.S. in Syria. Correct. Is that right? That's, okay. that's what I'm, my understanding is. That's a lot of, that's a lot of uh, enemy of my enemy is my enemy is my friend sort of mm-hmm. thing. Okay, yeah. right. And that's probably why it hasn't made major media. I mean, other than the fact that the people that funded the whole thing are probably running the media. So there's that. So don't know. Things are obviously escalating. But as you said, <laughs> they've been escalating in the Middle East for right. centuries. So so. From, yeah, the first time that you brought us this story to now, how is Syria doing? Did it get? Were there more drones, or there? There's more dead U.S. Uh, troops, or what happened between then and now? I do know that after the first attack, and we retaliated, they retaliated again with some rocket attacks, and I saw that there were some service members injured on the second one, but I Wait, haven't heard. So of we 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 retaliated. Yes. With with uh like Air missiles type. from um f- oh from planes yes like r- real real uh, like a fighter okay and then just... right they didn't they didn't attack us because we live in the U S right no yeah they they're what, did, what, what, did they, what did they what did they attack what did they attack <laughs> some some little outpost I guess and all this it seemed like last week when I was looking into it. It centralized around this Conoco oil, I don't think it was a refinery, but some type of production facility. So Right. What did, what did we blow up and why did we blow it up? That's, you know, uh, at the end of the day, that's what I want from fucking CNN and all these other idiots. Just tell me, like, we spent... Those missiles are not cheap, by the way. Those missiles are like $200 million, right? Yeah. $300 million. I think that's the plane, but it is not cheap. That's for sure. Right. Let, okay, so, oh, it, it's a measly $20 million Quarter dollar million, missile. Half million. <laughs> what did they blow up, and why did they blow it up? It looks like These are our tax dollars. Money. Our tax dollars pay for this. <laughs> what did we blow up, and why did we blow it up? And CNN is talking about Tom Brady getting a divorce or his new haircut, whatever dumb thing. That's my problem. That's my problem with, like, Thomas Jefferson said that the newspaper, the media, is the Bible of democracy. There is no way in God's green earth that CNN and Fox and CS and MSNBC and all those are the Bible of democracy. None of them. They're all run by Coca-Cola and uh, a big pharma and... Uh, insulin companies whatever i just want to know what 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 was exploded and why was it why was it blowing up no one will tell us that right is that not a reasonable question no maybe it'll come out at some point i I guess okay all right i told you last week (laughs) we're gonna the cia is gonna shut us all down here in a second Where every week, every week that we do a podcast, I'm always like brushing my teeth and I'm like, oh, is there a laser? Is there a sniper (laughs) laser on my on my forehead? But we talked about this last time that we were like really 
covering big stuff and then the podcast went down i'm like oh yeah all right we're really we're really doing it now and i told you i told you get all your money out of the bank put it put it into gold let's (laughs) let's buy some ar-15s and and disappear into the woods i told you but you don't listen to me so all right Something was exploded, and then no one knows why it was exploded. Probably from the U.S. and there was missiles, and then um, that's it, right? Yeah, yeah, that, that's that pretty much sums it up. <laughs> that's that's your report because that's what the press gives us. Because the press is stupid, or or you know maybe they're not stupid. They're all they're all owned by Coca Cola and uh, pharmaceuticals, and and they don't they don't want to tell us what exactly is going on. I get uh, it. What they are reporting on, though, right now is uh, former President Donald Trump has been indicted this week by a New York City grand jury. So this is a state court, uh, state charges. These aren't federal charges. We don't know what the indictment says. We know that there is at least 30 counts, meaning 30 some odd charges that he's been indicted on. Um don't know how far this is going to go because, like I said, we don't have the indictment. Two, an indictment is kind of the start of any felony proceeding, um, at least in Texas. As, as a criminal, as a, as a criminal uh, defense lawyer, mm-hmm. you, you feel like any of this has any legs at all? Like it's going to be ten thousand depositions. It's going to be like you know they just drag it out and drag it out, and then it becomes nothing, right? Yes. So that's what we don't know. So I'll tell you this. An, an indictment is kind of based on the lowest level of uh, proving something. So you've got what's called preponderance of the evidence. This is based on what's called probable cause, meaning is it probable that a crime has been committed? So is something probable? Sure. The question but they're, is, they're going after him specifically because of the whole um, porn star thing, right? The, is there anything else yeah, or they're just so going had, after him? Speci- well, we don't know what's in the other counts. So, yeah, this was about the $130,000 payment to Stormy Daniels that I guess probably what they're looking at, and we don't have the indictment, but it probably has something to do with was campaign funds used to make this payment and not reported appropriately or reported as something else that holy hell does 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 trump not have like 130k just laying around isn't he a bazillionaire that he could just be like hey uh you know we 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 had a nice uh we we had a nice time is you know uh here here's 130 grand shut up or else and, and I think the thing, so apparently he paid the money to Michael Cohen, which was his attorney. Right. Michael Cohen, in turn, paid Stormy is, Daniels, and they didn't report is, it right. Is Cohen out of jail already? He's still in jail. I think he's still in jail. And that's the other thing oh my you're going to be dealing with is how credible <laughs> is this witness? I mean, you would assume somebody who's in custody is going to say whatever they want, right, to, to get out. Because I always say, what does a guilty man say? When he's accused of a crime, I didn't do it. Well, what is he in? Why did Why did he go? Why did he go to jail? He, he went to jail for a year, two years. Why is he in jail? Because because he, he uh, took money out of the uh, campaign finance thing. I, I honestly don't know what his whole backstory is on his crime, but it had something to do with money. 
and fraud. That's what it all circles around. But getting back to this, Trump could be indicted on it, right? They could say it's probable a crime is committed. When it comes to the actual, like, are you going to get a conviction of this? They have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that he intentionally did something. And so if Cohen's the one that did this, that's, I think, going to kind of be your question of, well, did Trump fully know, or are we going to believe this convicted attorney who's been in jail? Like... Well, the, you know, the bigger issue is that if Nixon didn't go to jail for Watergate and if um, Bush Sr. didn't go to uh, jail for Iran-Contra affair and Reagan didn't go to jail for Iran-Contra, this is these are all the things that are why the country is failing Right. The founding well, fathers did not. The, the founding fathers would not put up with any of this. The founding fathers <laughs> would be like, okay, that's that's it. You you're gonna go to jail forever or or something. So, um, yeah. And, and I do think it's, this when you talk about federal and you talk about presidents, they do have uh, some type of immunity. You know, doctors do too. Like as a you know as a doctor, you basically have to act with gross negligence or malicious intent that you did something completely wrong to be held accountable for it. They give you... Right. No, like, I get that. I get yeah, that part. They, they they presume doctors act in the best interest, and even if you screw up, okay, but is it a screw-up to the point that was grossly negligent, right? Because they don't want doctors just to be sued because doctors are going to be worried about, well, am I going to do this in my next procedure? Um, okay, yes, that is so, that is correct, but there is no doctor in the history of doctors that have been like... Let's drop a bunch of bombs on Iraq, and we'll kill some kids and some women and children, and it'll just work out. And there's never been a doctor or a lawyer, I, I mean, I say a lawyer outside of D.C., that have said, let's take all of these tax dollars and let's just uh, make uh, make all these bombs, and uh, we'll have a $2,000 coffee cup for the, for the Air Force. So, yes – Doctors should be held to a standard. Lawyers should be held to a standard. By the way, judges should be held to a standard. You you know some do you know some dumb judges that should absolutely that they just right? You could say I know a guy that knows a guy. That's plausible fine. deniability. <laughs> right. Because no, all, no, no, of, no, all I, of them are I, listening I, to this podcast, Doctor Blom. I gotta <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> the judges especially. I'm gonna get some so, hate mail on that. No, I, I, I do not uh, disagree with you in any way, shape, or form. Doctors should have some accountability, uh, accountability and um, there should be some, somebody mining, mining the store in every industry. But the problem is, is that the higher up that you go, um, high-level judges can, you know, it's called legislating from the bench. Mm-hmm. And that's not okay, right? And that's not what this country is about. And there's a lot of dumb politicians that are doing stuff. I will tell you this week, Narcan is a medication that reverses opioid overdose. Right? Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with this? I am. Yeah. So, yeah. So no one gets high on Narcan. Narcan, pretty much all it does is save lives. Yes, it has a side effect profile. By the way, 
baby aspirin, 81 milligrams a day aspirin, has a side effect profile. All medications have a side effect profile. It took the FDA and all of our tax dollars and everything else, because the government is so brilliant, to make Narcan over-the-counter this week. Narcan, I have been working emergency rooms and hospitals for almost two decades. I have never seen anyone die from Narcan. The FDA is all about shutting down all these medications. They just decided. So that is a very, very tried-and-true example of government taking our tax dollars and uh, taking all this time and paperwork and whatever else, and they just decided, oh, oh you know what? Uh, maybe Narcan should be over the counter. Ridiculous. But we got there. So, um, a quick follow-up. I know that you had heard this, too. There was some runaway train in California, so there's been another train derailment. I think I heard another one was up in michigan or minnesota and and we had looked up some stats on this that it averages to about three per day uh but i did three derailments three derailments per day yes yeah um justice department is making sure norfolk southern is held accountable for the one in east palestine ohio uh but yeah train derailments i, I always wonder like do they not just have like some type of safety break like how did how do you just have runaway trains I <laughs> well so absolutely that is one of the questions but here's one of the other questions Japan has a 300 mile an hour magnet train right they have the mm-hmm. the magnets yeah, the, bullet, the bullet train yeah the bullet train right and uh, I think I think Spain does. There's more than one country that has that. And uh, that's not new technology. That technology is 20, 30 years old. Why is the U.S. not doing that? Is it because the oil cartel, The we talk about the cartels, is it because the oil companies have like a real grass and they're, they're saying, oh, we have to build more highways? Is it because the airlines are in bed with the uh, with oil companies. Why does the U.S. not have bullet trains like Japan or we anyone else? We love guns. Why don't we have bullet trains? <laughs> Obviously. Um, when you were a kid, did you hear about the, uh, the magical train that was going to go from – Dallas, Dallas to, to San, San Dallas <laughs> yes. to Houston to San Antonio, right? The the, the bullet train, right? Mm-hmm. So, all of these uh, captains of industry, they can they can build roads and they can build freeways and they can build whatever else, and and uh, they they can't build bullet trains. Japan can build a bullet train. We can't build a bullet train that goes from Houston to Dallas to San Antonio to Houston, right? Not yet, right. anyways. <laughs> well, I mean, yes, we can. Now, so... I will say this. I wonder what Japan's uh, rules are regulate Because here in Texas, at least I, I can talk about, if the government is going to come in and say, we're going to take your land to build a bullet train, 
it goes through like a process with like a county commissioner's court where this landowner is saying, I don't want my land taken. The government's saying, look, we're trying to take your land. We're going to pay you fair market value for it, plus some additional uh, so that you feel compensated so that we can use your land to to build this train route. I don't know if in Japan, if they just say, we're taking your land because we're building a train and there's nothing you can do. Well, yeah, in, in the U.S., they have a eminent domain. If if you can have fifteen thousand freeways and byways and roads and all everything else, then certainly you, you can have a a bullet train from from point A to point B. We have a yeah, I, I, you know, it, it can be done for sure. Um, so I'm not I'm not buying the fact that uh, it's uh it's not doable. Blah 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 blah. So yeah, we'll see. Into our next segment, what you watching, what you listening to, uh, Doctor Blom, you have some new show on here with Al Pacino. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me see? say, yeah, okay, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> let me say, because of COVID, I'm, uh, I think I've I've watched all the shows, man. Have you watched all the shows? Are you done with the shows? I feel like I'm done I, with I've the gotta, shows. I got to go back and watch Little House on the Prairie and rewrite. No, exactly. Bench. That's exactly the point. Is that you're going you're going backwards? And I hope, holy mackerel! Oh my God! Please, yeah, start with the start with Little House on the Prairie. Um, <laughs> I I did I yeah I I watched the first season of Hunters. Um, which is about uh, uh, Jewish people. Well, it's not just 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 Jewish people. It's uh, people that are hunting Nazis that are in the U.S. And this is in the seventies, so you know it's it's highly plausible. There was well, you know, it's not just plausible. <clears throat> they bring up the uh, paperclip uh, project and Warner von Braun. So I have to high five this show from Amazon hunters on doing all of that. All of that is real, dude. All of that so is completely it's, true. It's right. Not so like the US the, it's like No, a- the US back in the day, they brought in uh Nazis, mm-hmm. like people that that killed Jews, like Werner von Braun, and Werner von Braun was like, "Oh, I'm going to get us to the moon." And they were like, "Oh, that's cool." And then people were like, "Hey, Werner von Braun, he killed a bunch of Jews." He was a murderer and a monster, and they're like, "No, oh, that's cool. He's gonna get us to the moon with his rockets." So, so is this a new show or is it a couple years old? Uh, I think it's a couple years old. Okay. I have to assume that it's a couple years old because I just discovered it in the last week or so. So when I discover things, I'm like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> that's old." Okay. So, so one of one of the, yeah, one of the things, Al Pacino, I'm pretty sure. He's Italian, right? I think so. Yeah, Pro- he was probably. like Goodfellas yeah. and stuff. <laughs> He's not Goodfellas, Pacino. Pacino, Pacino is Godfather. Oh, one, <laughs> one of the Italian mafia family. He's not. He's not. He's not Goodfellas. Um, in the show, yeah, he's uh, uh, this uh, show called The Hunters. He's. He's a Jewish. He's a Jewish guy. He's he's a real minch, and um, 
Is he he's... Jewish in real life? <laughs> no. There's no way that there's no way that he is. I'm I'm maybe I'm wrong. I hope I hope that I'm wrong on that that i said that anyway i i don't get that impression i really don't <laughs> all these years um so so nazi hunters I, on yeah Amazon. uh oh no no it's it's so good i i i agree with them 100 percent uh but it's it's weird they, they went with al pacino as a as super jewish guy that's fine i get it yeah hmm. uh i'll get to hmm. what i've been watching it's a uh... It's an old Days of Our Lives. Are you you're very excited it's about close. <laughs> uh, it? It is a dating show. Gilmore Gilmore Girls. Okay. It's, it's a dating show on Netflix called Love Is Blind. I think I've mentioned this series before, but it starts out. I, and I got dragged into this, but it, it starts you out. You always get dragged into it. It's like ten guys. <coughs> Ten girls, but they only cover. Like, <laughs> they, only, like, they only cover so many of them. And your stupid yacht show. It's like your stupid, your stupid yacht show. But they they stick a couple in a room with a wall between them, and they're supposed to talk about their feelings, I guess, and figure, and figure out. Oh, do I have an emotional attraction to this person yeah. before I've even oh my seen God. them? Do you, I mean, I, 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 I'm always hoping that I can sit down and watch a show where people talk about feelings. That's my first thing. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, get off Nazi hunters and come to Love Is Blind if that's for you. Uh, so it's great because they have these conversations. They're like, "Oh, I'm in love with this person," and of course, this person's dating someone else too. And like, I love this person, and then they get the final. Once they, they have to propose. And ask him to marry him, and then once they say yes, then see each other, and then figure out. Why are you watching this in particular? This is like a. It's such uh, cringy TV because you're like, oh, they've it, like poured out their heart, and then they see this, you know, warlock on the other side, and are like, I can't marry that, or it's just, yeah, you're like, oh, this this show's just bad. It's so bad, it, it makes you... It, it's like watching a train derailment. Like, you can't look away. That, like, that's what I would, right. you know, right. hold, hold it to they, they, they might fall in love. They're probably not going to fall in love. Right. You get, like, right. one, one or... Usually, there's they end with, like, five couples that have said they'll marry. They meet. Then they all meet as a group, and they're like, oh, I talked to this person in the pod, and I'm way more attracted to them. I want to see how that goes. Uh, but they've already said I do to somebody else. It's, yeah. they, it, It's it's just cheap entertainment. No, no, I get, I get that part. I'm just saying that, like, you yell at the television. You're like, that guy is a dick. No, <laughs> yes. not that guy. Yep. Right? Yep, that's it. Oh my god! I mean, you know, if you're if you're really just going for the jugular on this, then uh, th then I'm totally on board. Yeah. Okay. Let's and and yeah, let's go, let's go, man. What else you got? All right. Uh, leading into conspiracy theories here, which also kind of subways into current events. We had been talking about the U.S. dollar, um, Doctor Bomb. It looks like China has convinced more countries to move away from the U.S. dollar. 
Man, don't get me don't get me started. Like this is one of the things, you know. You're always like, hey, hey man, uh, you better uh, do your homework. So uh, for for this week on uh, on on history and stuff, I'm like, oh yeah, uh, this is one of the biggest things. And I said this on previous podcast. China is making a huge, huge play. The deal is, is that. The U.S. figured out a long time ago, probably after the U.S. killed Kennedy, they were like, oh, you know, we, we don't have to really uh, kill, kill politicians. We can just devalue currency. And, and that's what the U.S. has done for many, 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 many years. So China is getting in bed with Russia and now China is saying uh, to uh, Saudi Arabia, hey, why don't you back all your oil with a – this is our biggest conversation. Yawn? Yawn. Yuan? Yuan. Yuan? The Chinese money. Let's say – let's change the Chinese money, right? So the Brazil, I think, is getting on board. Um, obviously, Russia doesn't like the U.S., so Russia is going to team up with China. And in this day and age, it's not about bombing countries. It's not about dropping bombs. I mean, the U.S. did that in, in the Middle East for decades and decades and decades. Uh, and then, oh, oh, the U.S. got all the oil. And that, what is the U.S. doing now? Oh, the U.S. is making <laughs> electronic vehicles. So uh, there's that. China and Russia and the countries that are in the know, uh, there's no more nuclear bombs and boots on the ground, things like that. The real warfare is currency. The real warfare is devaluing the uh, what your currency is. So we've had over a hundred years of the petrol dollar, right? And we've been not BFF with Saudi Arabia, but we've we've done we look the other way whenever they kill journalists and things like that. So now all of a sudden, uh, Saudi Arabia is saying, "Oh, well, maybe we should have uh, the the Chinese money backing our oil," and the U.S. is saying, "That's cool. We don't give a shit. We're gonna have guess what? Ford Ranger is electronic vehicle. We're so." That's where we are now. And then the bigger picture is that the U.S. is saying, you guys do whatever you're going to do. We're going to go to Mars. We're going to, we're going to develop. We're going to go on there. So that's, that's my dollar. take. Yeah. No, I, I, I think uh, what's going on is that China and Russia and Brazil, and in the olden days they called it the brick. So it was Brazil, Russia, India, China and then whatever else. So they're fighting for real estate in the U.S. All these other things. The U.S. has done what the U.S. has done. Uh, number one, no one will ever say thank you, Trump, for the space force, but we should absolutely because the fact that Trump made the space force and the Democrats have not said let's dismantle the space force that means that there is a real threat. Maybe it's an asteroid. Who knows? I don't know. But the other thing is that the U.S. is saying, okay, Russia, do your thing. Okay, China, do your thing. In the meantime, 
we have geniuses like Elon Musk, and we're saying we're going to get off the planet, we're going to go to Russia. Well, I'm sorry, we're going to we're going to go to <laughs> Mars, and and so anyway, there's a very obvious play in effect. Like Russia is not talking about going to Mars. China is not talking to go. China just got to the moon like ten years ago. Way to go, China! Oh, and so uh, anyway, there seems to be very obvious plays in place, and um, yeah, I'm cool with all of that. I I think the I think the U.S. is going to do what's best by and large for the world and for the U.S. I agree. And on that, Dr. Blom, I think we're about at time limit. Do you have any last words? Yeah, I don't want to stress. Uh, we're, you know, we're, we're coming into April. We're uh, we're getting away from uh, spring break and everything like that. As I've said many, many times, uh, enjoy your time with family. Don't worry about uh, jobs come and go. Bills come and go, problems come and go. The people that you love, the people that you spend time with, you'll never get that time back. So my advice to you, enjoy the people around you. Enjoy life in general because it comes and goes. It goes way too fast. And uh, at the end of the day, love love is really the best way to go about everything. So love all of you. Thank you for uh, for listening to us and uh, love everyone around you. And I think that will just keep going. Yep, can't say any better myself. Hopefully I'll have my internet connection issues solved by next week and we'll have everything pounded out, ready to go for a week eight podcast. Dr. Blob, stay safe, everyone, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>